Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store.
Yeah. 
is my testimony, everybody. How God saved me in spite of my enemies. And if God did it for me, he'll do the same thing for you. Don't worry about your haters. Your haters can't do nothing for you. This is great word. Love is patient, caring. Love is kind. Love is felt most. Love is felt most. When you can, you are. You are. I had my share of love. Love of you. Manipulated. You When I think about my oh yeah, y'all, I got a story And I know, and I know, you save me, because my enemies, they did try, they couldn't try
morning, good morning, family and friends. Amen. We thank you this morning. This opportunity. Hallelujah. It means a whole lot to the Father. Hallelujah. When his children can be happy. Amen. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to realize that if he suffers, we too must suffer. We don't want to suffer. We don't like suffering. Suffering is a bad word for any living creature. But the word of God said the way to him is through suffering. I don't mean suffering because, you know, you got a sore foot, uh, something medically wrong with you. That's not the type of suffering I'm referring to this morning. I'm referring to the suffering while we're suffering with one another in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we come this morning for no shape, form, or fashion. We come because you have told us to come. You said, come unto you, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and you give it rest. Thank you for all of the blessings, all of the suffering. We thank you this morning. You said your word, Father, in all our ways to acknowledge you, and you would direct our path. Father, how we need you this morning. Lord, everything is out of control. Hallelujah. Even we as a people, we're out of control, Father. And you, the only one, can bring peace and harmony. Ask you today, Father. Excuse me. We ask you today, Father. If you would look upon us with your tender loving kindness, and you would have mercy, Father. Have mercy upon us this morning because we have not done things right. We have not done what you told us to do. We went about doing our own thing. And we're looking for love. 
looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh, Father, how we need your hand. Reach down and touch us, Father, right where we're at right now. Meet our knees, God. Heal our hurting hearts, Father. Heal the land today, God. We repent, Father, as you told us to do in Second Chronicles 714, being that we are your people, Father, and we'll call to you today. We ask you to have mercy, Father. Have mercy upon we your people, Father. Show us the way, God. Teach us how to live godly. Teach us how to live holy. Teach us, Father, how to walk circumspectly. Oh, Father, Lord, teach us your way that we may follow you and obey you, Father. Lord, this is the day that you have made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. We pray for families this morning and friends. We pray for our neighborhood. Hallelujah. We pray, God, for this nation that is called by your name. Hallelujah. Where she to look upon us now, Father. Counsel every assignment of the enemy, every spirit that is not the spirit of truth. We bind it this morning, and we take authority over this morning. We ask you to heal, Lord, right now. Move by your spirit right now. Come in, Father Lord, like a rushing wind in the minds and hearts of your people today, God. Restore us, God, to you with the love we had from the foundation of the world, God. Look upon us right now, Father. Oh, God, how we need the hand to heal, God, and to move in our life today. Father, if you do it, Father, if you do it, you'll get all the glory, Father. Lord, we give you all the glory and all the honor, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, this is Monday morning. And Father, we don't know what it brings, but we ask you, Father, whatever this day brings, Father, give us victory in the midst of it, God. Don't let us become victimized, God, because of this new day. But, oh, God, look up on your children right now. Bring healing and deliverance. And then, Father, Lord, let us know, God, that we must suffer, Lord. Hallelujah. We must suffer for the cause and the sake of you, God. Hallelujah. Lord, you said that we should arm ourselves today that we suffer. Hallelujah. Likewise, the just for the unjust, that you may bring somebody to you, Father. Oh, God, have thine own way today. Have your way right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, God, in that name today, we ask you to have thine own way, Father. Father, get the glory out of us today. In the name of Jesus, Father. Be glorified right now, Father. Be glorified, Lord, right now, God. We give up and we give over to you this morning. We thank you, Father. We rejoice, God, in your word today. Knowing, God, that your word has a healing to it, Lord, that you want to heal us, you want to restore us. We thank you for restoration. We thank you for restoring us this morning. And then, God, the sinuses that is trying to take hold of your people today, we ask you, Father, to take control of our mind, body, and soul, God. Clear our passage, our nasal way. Oh, Father, speak this morning to our bodies this morning. Hallelujah. And, Lord, all of those religious people, Lord, that was in the congregation yesterday that just sit there, Father. And, God, they wouldn't lift your name, Father. Oh, God, I lift your name this morning, Lord. I lift your name that they, too, will be healed and set free. 
oh God, free them this morning, Father Lord, that they can worship you, Lord. Lord, cast every weight that's so easy to be accepted. I pray that you cast it down now, Father, and that you take authority over it right now, Father, and that you move by your spirit right now, Father. You are also God. Your own time, God. So, Father Lord, we thank you that we're in time this morning to pray for this nation, Lord. Pray for the president, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, God, have mercy right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Look upon your pastor this morning. Look upon those that's carrying the gospel this morning, Father. Oh, God, some are weak this morning, Lord. Some are going through trials and tribulation, Father. But, oh, God, you promised that you would never leave us, neither will you never forsake us, Father. So, Lord, we thank you this morning that we have a word from on high. We ask you that you, Lord, bless these lips, that they be able to articulate the word of God. Give us, God, instructions, Lord. Give us, Father, Lord, the meaning of what you're trying to say to your church this morning. And we will preach your gospel, Father, according to how you have given it. We thank you, and we praise you, and we lift your name on high. In the most high, yeah, hallelujah. Oh, it's all about you this morning, and it's not about us, Father. Oh, we thank you this morning, Father. Oh, we praise you this morning. We worship you this morning, Father. Lord, we pray for marriages, Lord. We pray for the children, Lord. We pray for broken homes right now, God. We pray for deliverance right now, Lord. We pray for victory right now, God. We pray for your peace right now, God. We pray for your understanding right now, God. We pray, God, that your hand will be upon the head of your people, Lord. Forgive them, God, the one that allows you struggling with self today. Oh, God, let them let go and let you it's my prayer to you in the most time, Yah, and we bless the Son, Yahshua, whom we know as Jesus to Christ. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name this morning. Hallelujah. Didn't feel like it? A little bit. Going ah, to shake it off. Hallelujah. I didn't feel like it this morning. Glory to God. But when that clock said five, by 10, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit ushered me into this setting, and here I am this morning, hallelujah, obligated, hallelujah, want to do his will, hallelujah, I've got to do his will, hallelujah, I have nothing else to offer, hallelujah, but his will, let his will be done in your life this morning, my family and friends, hallelujah, you all that are listening, Lord, Mia, amen, we appreciate you and we thank God for you coming out, hallelujah, obeying the voice that spoke to you this morning and told you to get up, amen, and come this away, amen. That was a word from God this morning, hallelujah. The word from God this morning is able to keep you, able to make you, hallelujah. If you want to be free, glory to God. You need the word, hallelujah. The Bible said in the beginning was the word, hallelujah. Nothing but the word, the word all by itself, hallelujah. That was no word and some tater chips. It was just the word, hallelujah. Man shall not live by tater chips alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God, hallelujah. He wants you to be healed. He wants you to be restored. He wants to give you what you stand in need of this morning. But you must come to the word, hallelujah, 
You've been going to the physician. That's good. You've been going here now. It's all right. But you need the word. Hallelujah. When everything else all around you is failing, hallelujah, the word of God will keep you. But you need to know this morning and this hour that you must suffer. Every time we start talking about suffering, people get off the line. You know why? Because nobody wants to suffer. That was one left right there. That was one left. Hallelujah. So as I said suffering, she cleared the line. Hallelujah. So if you must go, hallelujah, you don't want to hear about suffering, then you need to leave. Because my Bible tells me that we're going to suffer. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. No, I don't like suffering. Hallelujah. You don't like it neither. But if I don't tell you the way to the kingdom, he's going to hold me responsible. Hallelujah. This morning, bless the Lord, he brought me to the book of 1 Peter. And in the book of 1 Peter, that's what we're talking about. When we left the line Friday, amen, we was talking about suffering. Hallelujah. Now, I know you suffer, amen, on a job, and you suffer at the hands of liars and all these things. But he said, if you suffer for my sake, hallelujah, he said, suffering is the way, hallelujah. He said, how else will the world know you, hallelujah, if you don't humble yourself under the mighty hand of God? Suffering brings healing, hallelujah, to our mind, to our body, and to our soul, man, hallelujah. The Bible says, glory to God, in the book of 3 John, I wish, excuse me, I wish that you be well and prosper even as your soul prosper. Hallelujah. You, oh my goodness, God help me. Ah, let me see, can I get something to get me it's tempted just right here on my body. Hallelujah. I'm suffering right now. I'm suffering right now because I could be in the bed. But I'm suffering because I have to bring this word. And if I were laying in the bed, I would be asleep. And I wouldn't have an allergy attack because I wouldn't know nothing about it in my sleep. So I'm well. Hallelujah. And I'm bringing a message and seem like this allergy is also coming along with me. But I'm going to show you how to get rid of something that, amen, don't belong there. You rebuke it, bind it, and command it to go. Now it's gone. That's how, that's, that's how the Most High dealt with problems. He had solutions. He didn't sit around and say, oh, Lord, why, well, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Oh, I know what to do about the situation. Just rebuke it, bind it, and command it to go from the very presence of my being this morning. Lift your hands and say amen. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come on through, hallelujah. Amen. The youth pastor has made it in the room this morning. He come on a long journey. Hallelujah. Amen. But he's here. So obviously, the word of God is having free reign in his life. And we... We thank the Most High. We thank God this morning because truly, hallelujah, it's going to take something to stick with this word, amen. You're going to go through something, hallelujah. You're going to have some trials and some tribulations, hallelujah. But the Bible said, amen, in the midst of your trials, 
in your tribulation. Stop looking at what you're going through and put your mind on what he went through. Amen. So we want to talk about a little suffering this morning, if all right with you all. Amen. We don't talk about suffering. Yeah. Uh, the Bible tells us in various scriptures, in 1 Peter 5, 20, it said, but after you have suffered a while, you see, the Bible says after you suffer. I suffered yesterday. I was praying my little heart out. And boy, I opened my eyes up, and these people were looking at me as if I was a laughing stock. So I told them, I said, I know I look like a lovely song to you. I said, but I'm going to talk, I'm gonna talk to the most high. I'm going to turn away from y'all because y'all faces look like this. You know, they look like they haven't eaten on some, some, uh, uh, some lemons or something. Some of them look like jalapeno peppers. You know, they were hot. There wasn't no flame coming. You know, they, they were hot. But they wasn't hot for that word. They were hot for the song. Hallelujah. When they were singing them songs, they were jumping up and down like Pop Gold the Weasel. But while I was praying, they were looking. So I opened my eyes, too. I said, if they can take this prayer and look at me, I can pray and look at them. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So I looked at them, and I prayed so hard. I jumped up and down. I was almost shouting in this prayer. And that's the way I pray. I don't just pray, but I pray with actions. Mm-hmm. I be fighting and fist fighting and with my fist punching the devil because he started trying to choke me down and make me stop preaching. Mm-hmm. Praying. Hallelujah. We're going to look at First Peter, the fourth chapter. You all this morning, we're going to do First Peter 4 first. Amen. We're going to do about three, four, five scriptures. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, we're going to break these scriptures down. I'm not going to tell you a supper and then just leave you hanging out there in the suffering. But I'm going to tell you why you got to suffer, amen, and I'm going to show you in the Word of God amen. this morning what all the saints of God must do. Now, I don't want you suffering for these hoot, for these hoodwinks and these hoodlums and your children. Don't suffer for them, for the little rascals. Don't suffer for them. You're suffering for Christ's sake. If they're not in the body, then let them suffer and tell them, Go on with that mess, with that foolishness. Hallelujah. The Bible says in First uh, uh, Peter 4 chapter, it says, therefore, hallelujah, it says, therefore, amen, meaning that look what happened over there. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, he was in the flesh one day, mm-hmm. So you can't say it's too hard. I hear y'all say, well, I ain't none of Jesus. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Y'all stop that now. Because y'all telling me, like, Jesus, you understand, he had something that he didn't give us. Mm-hmm. He was in the flesh. He heard it. He hungered. He thirsted. He did everything we did. Hallelujah. He went to the restroom and everything. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he said that we need to arm ourselves. Arm yourself also with the same mind. Remember, he said, Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Thou did not rob to be equal with God. He said, He wants you to have that same mindset that you are God. You are little God. Hallelujah. He said, You need to suffer, but you got to learn to arm yourself. Meaning, you take your little guards down and arm yourself with humility. Arm yourself, amen, like Christ. You don't know how to arm yourself, amen, then go to Ephesians 6 and 10. Mm-hmm. Put on the whole armor of God. 
Hallelujah, because you're going to be tried. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And the more you learn about him, the deeper your serpent is going to be. The more pain you're going to have, so you might well stop crying and get mad at the preacher because you ain't going to be able to stop this one. This one is coming. This is coming straight on. It's coming today. Amen. Because you say, I ought to just give you a piece of my mind, mm-hmm. but you won't. Because why? Because you want to arm yourself this morning. Mm-hmm. Arm yourself also with the same mind. Mm-hmm. For he who has suffered in the flesh mm-hmm. has ceased from sin. If you want to stop sinning, amen, arm yourself with humility and suffering. See, since Jesus went through all the suffering, amen, he stopped asking. The more he suffered, amen, he finally learned. There's no sense in saying, Lord, let this cup pass from me mm-hmm. because he had a work to do in the body. So he began to tell them that he must die. Hallelujah. You too must die. Except the seed fall to the ground and die, it cannot, cannot bring forth fruit. So if you want to be fruitful and you want to work in the kingdom, then you need to arm yourself this morning. Hallelujah. You need to put on your garment of praise. Hallelujah. You got to have praise now because you ain't going to suffer without praise. Hallelujah. You can't be going to the club. Amen. Tell me I'm going to get my praise on. A lot of people get their praise on in the club. I'm not lying. That same dance that they got off the dance floor, they're going to come and dance. See, we have rhythm and motion. Hallelujah. We're going to take that same rhythm and that same motion. Hallelujah. And we're going to do just what we did on the floor. Hallelujah. The Lord wants you to know that you can't come in off the street and pull that hoodwink stuff on him. You need to humble yourself this morning. So he says to us, just the most high, to Jesus, went on and took on his medicine, which was suffering. Sin had to stop. You see that? If you want to stop sin in your life this morning, hallelujah, just throw yourself on the mercy seat of the most high. And say, Lord, here am I. Deliver me. Oh, he's a mighty good servant. He's a mighty good king. He he knows how to deliver the ungodly. If you know how to deliver the ungodly, couldn't he not deliver the godly? We got it twisted this morning. We think that he just specialized, you understand me, in dealing with the ungodly. But he wants to deal with the godly too. Because we should look like him. We should suffer like him. He's a brain. We should suffer like him. He said, if you suffer with me, you're going to reign with me. Hallelujah. So you got to learn how to suffer, my dear. Hallelujah. I suffer every day because, you know, me, I can't take a whole lot off of nobody. I'm just going to tell you the way it is and let the children understand me, lay what it falls. But I can't do that. I see some people yesterday. I could have just spit on the ground and told them that's the way I feel about you. But I didn't. One of them, he got out. He said, oh, you're a parking lot attendant. I said, yeah, I do whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. He don't got a parking lot attendant. We'd be all out on the streets trying to get in a little bitty church. you know. But I'm not here to talk about him. I'm here to build him up. Mm-hmm. Just because he tried to speak down on me don't mean I'm going to speak down on him. Because that's him. 
that's going to stand before the Most High, mm-hmm. and the Most High is going to say, hey, you are judging people. You can't judge them. Hallelujah. Don't even judge what I ride in, because just because, amen, the Lord bless me to ride, you know, in any kind of thing I want to ride, it ain't nothing but stuff. Hallelujah. I go from rags to riches, from riches back to rags. Hallelujah. And I'm rich in spirit because mm-hmm. I'm poor. Amen. I'm poor, you understand me? But he said that wealth is with the poor mm-hmm. through my faith. Hallelujah. I was telling my son, I said, boy, I ain't found no money in a long time. And last night, turn around and found about $80 in them dollars. Amen. And I got a brother calling me uh, this morning. He said he ain't had no food and no gas. So I'm going to get the money to him. Hallelujah. So he can go get some food and some gas so he can go to work. See, that's what the most high wants. Now, I can use the money. Amen. I'm not going to suffer because I give it to him. Amen. Either I would just keep it if I'm going to have to suffer like that. But I want to... Uh, I want to show you that in the church, when people come against you, mm-hmm. hallelujah, you need to realize that it's because of the God that's in you. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus, he, he put an end to sin. He just started suffering. So it says in the second verse that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh. See, we all have a time span here. The Most High, he knew the time span that he had. So as he began to come into this world and show them what it was like to live for the Most High God, mm-hmm. people didn't want him. They didn't like his style. They didn't like his clothing. They didn't like the way he looked. According to the scripture, he had some fiery eyes. He had some hair look like a buffalo, woolly hair. And he had some feast that was chocolate looking. So these people, you understand me, they were of a lighter complexion. So they could not identify with why would you send us somebody, if you from God, what he made you at? We don't look like you. We don't act like you. God was trying to show humanity, you all are not living according to my standards. I'm going to send my standard in the flesh. He said that when he came in the flesh, he began to suffer. He didn't suffer because God was putting stuff on him like Job. Mm. He suffered because these people around him, amen. church folks, folks that call themselves, amen, a part of God's army, mm. they had him suffering amen. because they denied him. Uh, they wanted him killed. Uh, they went against the law. They said, this is not the way we do it. They said, oh, why do your disciples uh, eat and don't wash their hands? They were trying to get him to fall into their custom. But he would not fall into their custom. So he was suffering because they were now picking at him, and, mm-hmm. and they were talking about him, and they were, hey, man, actually wanted to kill him before time. Mm-hmm. But when the Most High has taken you, Amen. And baptize you in the pool of suffering. Hallelujah. You need to be baptized in suffering this morning, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to go through something. Knowing that, amen, that suffering don't last always. Hallelujah. So this Jesus, mm-hmm. this character, amen, he, he didn't live no longer in the flesh for the lust of man. See, once we get that lust and spirit out, 
then we can suffer. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I don't have a spirit of lust. You don't know what you don't you don't know how deep lust is. Mm-mm-mm. Lust don't mean that I'm lusting for a man. I'm lusting for a woman. I'm lusting for finances. It don't mean that he wants us to lust after him. So if we don't have the heart of suffering as much, I don't, I'm not Jesus. So stop saying I'm not Jesus, because right here it lets you know mm-hmm. that he was in the flesh, and all the Father was trying to do was call him to cease from his own mindset. So it said, since he learned how to suffer, he ceased from sin. If you want to put sin this morning, you're going to suffer. Mm-hmm. See, like that, that's the word now. I mean, if you don't take on the spirit of humility and begin to suffer, mm-hmm. even at the hand of the saint, it's the church folks that make you suffer. The people in the world, you can get past them by mm-hmm. and keep on kicking. But the very ones that you got to look at, mm-hmm. deal with, your relative, hallelujah, your religious mm-hmm. relative, they say something wrong with you. <clears throat> she ain't right and he ain't right. Well, what is right? Suffering. They ain't suffering. They want you to suffer. So it must be something good about suffering. Hallelujah. They won't partake of it, but they sure can deal it out. I'm trying to help you this morning. You ain't going to enter in. You're talking about heaven. Don't worry about heaven. Heaven is yours. Hallelujah. Heaven belongs to you. But the only way you're going to access this thing, amen, is through suffering. So you ain't going to get in without suffering. You ain't going to get in on the house of chin chin chin. Jesus was an example to us. And he said, amen, you should no longer live mm-hmm. and spend the rest of the time. How much time do you have left here? Hallelujah. You shouldn't spend the rest of your time in the flesh for the lust of men, but for the will of God. See that? Look at that. Look at that. That, that goes my answer right there. Put me a line with my yellow a yellow mark at right there. Mark that. See? Mm-hmm. Stop letting man get you all jacked out of your mind this morning. Mm-hmm. And he said, Amen. Verse 2. For we, verse 3. For we have spun enough. Ain't you, ain't you, ain't you spun enough time worrying about stuff? We have enough of our past. See, look at that. Look at that. See, we spun enough in the past. Now you got this word this morning. Hallelujah. You got the answer to your problem right there. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. If you if, if you go on any further today, hallelujah, and you still complaining, tell my child, I ain't going over there. I ain't going to do this. I ain't none of Jesus. You can't even use that no more. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus said he was in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And the flesh and the suffering came together, and sin had to go. <clears throat> he got out of sin. We've spun enough of our past, lifetime, during the will of the Gentile. You know the will of the Gentile? The will of the Gentile was sin, making their own laws, mm-hmm. hallelujah, and did not pay attention to the law giver. But they saw the law giver, but they did not do what the law giver told. Now I'm telling you what he's telling me. To tell you this morning, there are many, many scriptures, and you all know I can preach all over the Bible. But I'm telling you this morning that the word he said, after you have suffered, he said, after you have suffered, he didn't say, Amen, just go on and suffer for a minute. Mm-hmm. First Peter 5, look at First Peter 5 10. First Peter 5 10. And then you you tell them 
out of that book, and then that way maybe they'll believe what I'm telling. I'm gonna go back to read this one. Amen. First Peter, Amen. Five, chapter five, verse ten. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, establish, and strengthen you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look at that. Look at that. Mm -hmm. The God of peace, he will, see, they, right now they're laughing at you. They're laughing at you right now. But the, after you have suffered for a while, come on now, mm -hmm. get the word of God down in y'all. Y'all out there in Radio Land, please, stop thinking that I got this out of my own book. Mm -hmm. I don't have my own book. I have the book that you have, hopefully the same book. Amen. 1 Peter 5 say after, and if you don't believe it, then get 2 Timothy 3.12. Get 2 Timothy 3.12. I want to help you this morning. I want to blow you up this morning. Hallelujah. I want to get you down in this word. Hallelujah. I wish the rest of the say, let me see, can I make a call like quick? Uh, call Evangelist Neely and, 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 and Prophet is Mary. Call them up. Call them up, Prophet is Dixon. <coughs> call them up, Prophet is Dixon. Enemy don't want them to get on on this one. Amen. Enemy don't want them to get out on this one right here. We. On the bottom of uh, some yeah, bring me some water. Yeah. Temperature water. I got, I got a ball in here. Go on and talk to someone. Talk to about Second Timothy right there. Amen. Second Timothy, what you at two? Second Timothy, um, oh, two twelve. Amen. Two and twelve. Amen. Second Timothy, two twelve, and it reads, "Amen." If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. Amen. So it's pretty lame. It's laid out and it's simple and plain. Amen. It told us if if we endure. Amen. So that means that you got to outlast whatever it is that you're dealing with. Amen. I mean, you that thing can't outlast you. Amen. It can't still uh, uh, wreak havoc on you, take you out, and then willing to take somebody else out. That's the thing. You got to be able to endure that. You got to be able to stop it when it come to you. You got to be able to. It got to end right there when it come to you. Amen. You can't let it take you out and then take out your brother, your sister. Amen. So we got to be be the ones that take on those burdens, amen, that pressure, amen, those things that rise up in our life, amen, that seem like to try to take us out of the way, amen. But it says we shall also, it says if we, <clears throat> if we endure, we shall also reign, amen. So that's amen. also we'll have that rulership, amen. That speaks of in Revelation, amen. And, and this, in this life, too, not reigning. So a lot of folks, think, a lot of folks, man, they thinking that, mm -hmm. you know, but this is going to be all right when I get to heaven, you know, when I get to heaven. God has already bought heaven on earth. That's right. Heaven yeah, yeah. is right here. That's true. You're not going to be able to drive the car. You know, some of us, we want a luxury car. We mm -hmm. want a nice home. You ought to want that. It is accredited to you mm -hmm. for your suffering. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. But you're not going to worry about going to heaven. Hallelujah. Stop worrying about going to heaven. Heaven is mine. Amen. Heaven is already mine. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm already dealing with heaven right now. Amen. Ain't nobody breaking in my house. No one got no gun pointed at me. <clears throat> if they did or they do, I overcome. Amen. Amen. Man, we overcome every day, man. We suffer just driving a vehicle. Amen. I'm not running in and out of my lane. People are running me out of my lane. People are hitting my vehicle. And I just tell them, go on, man. Give me $5. Mm. What can you repair for $5? Well, 
for them hitting your vehicle. Can't. But that vehicle, just, I looked at my other car. Mm -hmm. It had a skip dent on the back. I said, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't wear these things of the world mm -hmm. as a loose garment, right. <laughs> it's going to be tore up, and then what I'm going to do? Exactly. You know, it's like one day I had just bought a new car, and we probably had it about three months. And my wife back right into the telephone, wow. right into the mailbox. Amen. And when I come outside, I said, oh, my God. I put my hand over my mouth, and I looked at her, and she said, baby, I'm, and I looked in her eyes, and I saw love in the destruction. And I said, oh, it ain't nothing but a car. We'll get another one. And we went and got a whole new car, didn't we? That's right. But we didn't replace it right then and now. Nah, I just, you know what I'm saying? Y'all dealt with but the suffering of the scene in it. No, it was dealt. Body shot, you know. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. fixed it. But instead of me being angry with my wife about it, like you, that's what men do. They don't never say, how you doing? First thing they say is, how to call. And that's the worst thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. And one out there talking about a car. Uh, uh, or a human being. Yeah. You know, man, or a whole person. <laughs> up the yes, indeed. From the flow up. Yes. But I, the Holy Spirit, I put my hand on my mouth. Literally put my hand on my mouth. I said, oh, my God. And she said, baby, I, I, and right then and there, I said, don't worry about it, baby. It's just a car. Mm -hmm. So I thank him that even in the midst, see, that was some suffering right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. See, that's the kind of suffering he's talking about. Yeah, you don't right. have to open your mouth up and begin to jump on the occasion. All because, you know, hey, she just didn't see it. She was talking to her sister. Mm -hmm. Her sister was in the car. Shaman was in the car. Mm -hmm. And I think my other daughter was in the car. But we handled that thing real smoothly. Why? Because that car was a loose garment to me. All this stuff. See, if you be faithful over a few things, uh -huh. honey, he will make you ruler over many. Over many. That's it. He wants us to learn about this suffering. Mm -hmm. So you see that mm -hmm. in that second Timothy two twelve, that backs up some more suffering. Hallelujah. But look with me again, back over here in uh uh first Peter four, first Peter four three. But we have spun enough of our past. See, once you get the scripture, and I'm trying to wait on the saints. Amen. I sent the prophets to go and get them. Amen. But he said, for we have spun enough of our past lifetime and doing the will of the Gentile. The will of the Gentile wasn't that nice about mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. That's it right. wasn't nice about them at all. Amen. You see, we need to learn that if you're going to name Christ, hallelujah, Look uh, 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 in the book of uh, uh, John one thirteen. John one thirteen. Hallelujah. We're just taking our time uh, rolling, rolling around, uh, uh, waiting on the saints because you all need to learn. Amen. You know, you need to learn. What do you say over there in John one thirteen? Amen. John one thirteen. Who were born not of blood. Amen. Nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Grace and truth beheld, <clears throat> we have beheld his glory. Glory of the only Son from Hallelujah. the Father. Hallelujah. See? Go ahead. Go ahead. Amen. John bore witness to him and cried, This was, this was he of whom I said, 
he who comes after me ranks before me. For he, amen. You see, so over in First Peter three and eighteen, who talks about uh, his death. See, Christ's death on the cross. Christ's death on the cross. Hallelujah. Was a once for all events. Amen. See, he ain't gonna die no more. He's not gonna die anymore. Nah, that's it. it was a once for all the events. He died once for our sin. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. He 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 don't he he don't have to be recounseled. Mm-hmm. No, he don't have to be recounseled. Each time we sin mm-hmm. that he might bring us to God. No. But do you not know that that's what we do? We put him to an open, open shame. Mm-hmm. You see, Christ died. So that we can be recounseled to God. Not that He's going to keep dying and recounsel, and He did it once and for all. His death is a once for all event, and it's not going to take place again for you. Mm-hmm. You see, there are various uh, interpretations of the meaning of, uh, of these verses we're talking about, primarily because of the uh, uh, phrase and the spirit. Hallelujah. You got to understand the Word of God this morning, that the Word of God comes to convict you. Amen. Not come to beat you up, amen, and make you angry. Mm. It comes to convict you of sin. When you leave from this type of word, you leave him because it's your flesh. It's not that you don't love God, but you don't want to suffer, so you just get away from this message. Amen. You may get away from the message and leave the line, but you will not leave the suffering. Leave because suffering going to be waiting on you when you get back. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You may leave the line of day and say, Godly, I should have got the entirety of the message because now I'm really suffering. No, I'm suffering. So you don't have no armor. We try to give you armor. You know, we got many, many, many scriptures that we can, amen, bring today. We got 2 Timothy 3.12. We got 2 Timothy 2.12. 3.12 and 2.12. Hallelujah. We got all kind of scriptures this morning mm-hmm. that let me know and assures me that he didn't just give me one word. He said, if you don't think you're going to suffer, keep on going. Now go over here, go over there. Mm-hmm. So I'm here this morning in First Peter 4. He said, we spent enough of our time mm-hmm. acting like Gentiles. That's right. When we walk in the lewdness of lust, drunkenness, revilers, drinking parties, and abominable idolaters, adulteries, in regard to these, they think it's strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dissertation. Mm. See, people talking about, oh, girl, you just too, you just, you, you, you too, you, you too, you too holy. You're holier than thou. We get mad when they say holier than thou. Oh, yeah. That's a good word, though. Holier than thou. Yes, I am holier than thou. Thou is you. You. <laughs> they don't even know what they speaking. Just that they are speaking all cockamania stuff. And they don't even know they're the cockamania. You know, speaking the word of truth, but it's working against them when they open their mouth. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. In regards that they think it's strange that you do not run with them. Mm-hmm. And the same flood of dispensation, speaking evil of you. Now they want to talk bad about you now because you won't go to the club. It's say right there, you won't party down with them. So they want to talk evil with you. You don't want to come to the church that they go to. They want to talk, you go on hell. And don't even know they are already in the bowels of hell. All because they're speaking words like that upon you. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. The most high, he wants us to suffer. That my friend right there. Hallelujah. That should go. Amen. Hallelujah. Two, four, five. Hallelujah. Four, five, two. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, we're talking about suffering this morning. You know, uh, 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 A.D. going to explain the scripture, but what I want you to understand, that all these scriptures that I'm coming out of this morning, it's only just trying to tell you to arm yourself that you suffer likewise the just for the unjust, that he may bring us to God. We, I'm not, I'm, I'm not above suffering, I'm beneath it. You know, I suffered yesterday, standing there, oh, you, you, here I am with a suit on, I'm trying to wreck them so they can have shade to park in. You know, I should have just told them, all of y'all park out there on the streets, and let's see how many of them going to get hit in the rear from the speeding car. But instead, we got a nice big yard for them to park in so they can come into the afternoon service. But he got out, you know, and he says, and, and at his church, we had to park on the streets. Yes, indeed. You know, but he said, oh, you're the... Oh, you're the lot of tenders. I said, man, I'm just anything God going to let me be. I'm just glad to do anything mm -hmm. for the kingdom, you know. Mm -hmm. Anything will happen. Oh, no. Anything for the most high. Oh, he said right here, and I'm going to give it to A.D. Amen. And then A.D. going to recite all them scriptures that I just talked about suffering. And I want you to get your ink pen out because I want you to put down what you hear and see today. Because if you don't put it down, you're going to forget it. So I'm going to back up to 1 Peter 4, 6, and it says right here in the third verse, but we've spun another while past. After the day, put this stuff behind you mm. and come on and know that the Most High, he ain't trying to, you know, hurt you. He's trying to, look what Jesus did. It said that, uh, 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 therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself also with the same mind, for he who, for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. See, this will get you out of sin. Suffering to stop that sin game. You know why? Because you'll be dead to your own flesh, and every time somebody says, she thinks she's somebody, then you'll turn around within yourself, and you'll say, Lord, I thank you. Mm -hmm. I thank you because I split her wig for her. Amen. But, I, but I thank Lord, I thank Oh, God, I thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm growing. You'll grow. That's right. Because That's these right. people come to grow you up. Hallelujah. You ain't going to grow up, amen, just because you eating food. The word say you can't live by just eating tater chips. Mm -hmm. You're going to need some of this word this That's morning. Right. That's right. So he said since he, since he was suffering, he seemed from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh. He ain't have but a little time. You ain't got but a little time left. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. For the lust of man. But for the will of God, let's get in the will of God. Hallelujah. For we have spent enough of our past lifetime and doing the will of the Gentile when we walk in the looters and lust, drunkenness, reviling, drinking parties, and all this stuff. Now they think it's strange because you don't want to kick it with them. Amen. He said they think it's strange. <clears throat> I might get this over to him. To, 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 to the youth crowd. They think it's strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dispensation, speaking evil of you. Now they're going to talk evil of you. Hallelujah. They will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this who are dead, for this reason, the gospel preach also to those who are dead, those who are dead, that they might be judged according to the man in the flesh, but live according to God. They were dead in their actions. 
Amen. So the message this morning is for the folks, amen, to see through sin and get you from death to glory. That's right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Amen. Son. That's, that's uh, more important. Amen. Bringing us from death, amen, to glory. And that's what Paul was a uh, uh, whole essential, uh, what he taught the Gentiles. Amen. We know he went to the Gentiles to teach them. Amen. Because the Gentiles were alienated from the commonwealth of Israel. Amen. As the scriptures say, they, they didn't know the laws of God. They didn't know you know, they didn't know anything about the Most High. When, when Paul was teaching it and preaching it, you know, it was a lot of, it was, the, even, the scripture even goes on as far as Acts. That was Jews also in the different areas he went to. Amen. But that, but them, them was the Jews that were like, they were Gentiles in mindset because they didn't know who, they knew who they were, but they didn't, you know what I'm saying, they were following the Gentiles like we are today. We're in America, and we follow how, you know, a lot of America, uh, you know, laws and the, follow the, you know, a lot of the holidays and all these different things that we do. It was the same thing with the Gentiles when Paul went to them, amen, when we was in Corinth, Macedonia. These were also Jews that were in those parts of the land that were dispersed due to captivity, amen, and that were in those lands. But them people were just like us today. Our minds were all clogged, and we don't understand the laws of God, and when we hear about the law, we and we be like, man, what is that? Like, we don't do that no more, or, you know, we don't follow that. You know, we don't do that no more, but yet you find yourself doing everything. When you say you don't follow the laws of God, that means you telling yourself, I can't I can do this, I can do that. I'm free now. Okay. And that's what Paul was coming to tell the people. Yeah, you free under grace, but that don't mean go out here and act the fool. If he's telling you not to be drunk and not to go out here and commit adultery and idolatry, amen. All these things were already notated in the law, amen, before the New Testament was even brought about. So everything Paul's speaking about, you can find it, amen, in the law. Amen. But we're going to go ahead and, and continue with suffering, amen, because that's very key this morning, amen. And I'm going to just break down some scriptures, bring some precepts, and just expound on what the apostle brought forth, amen, as far as suffering, because we definitely need suffering, because suffering, that builds character, that builds patience, that builds endurance. Amen. If you don't have any uh, character as far as suffering goes, then you'll you be a weak person. Every time something happens, you're flying off the hinge, you're emotional, you're crying, or you're angry, or you're fighting, or you're... Paul, like, no, that shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be like the Gentiles in, in mindset. Amen. So we're gonna, we're gonna, I just wanted to cap on the scripture he read. Amen. And First uh, Peter 4 and 3, amen. Let that, the time that, <clears throat> I apologize, let the time that is past suffice for doing what the Gentiles like to do. Amen. Living in lewdness, passions, drunkenness, reveling. And carousing and lawless idolatry. Everything they did, the Gentiles were lawless people, amen. They didn't understand God's law. They didn't understand his commandments. They didn't understand any of that. So they followed a lot of different gods, Baal, uh, Asherus, all these different things where you get the, I'm not going to really go deep into it, but a lot of these is a lot of these holidays that we follow here in America. And you'll find out they have a Babylonian origin, amen. And that's what the Gentiles follow, but that's, that's for another time, amen. But we're going to go and go into uh, Ephesians 4 and 17, amen, to kind of expound on that scripture, amen, talking about coming out of the Gentile mindset, amen. Yeah. Gentiles will without Christ. But when you don't have Christ, amen, you're going to do everything the flesh tells you to do. And that's how the Gentiles were. They were just walking zombies that just did everything the flesh, you know. Uh, without coming with That's right. That, they were they exactly they was outside of it and they didn't understand a lot of the things that Paul taught. So Paul had to continue to reiterate it, continue, continue, continue. No, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. You gotta, you know, if you're gonna be Christ-like, you have to walk a certain way. Amen. We can't just do anything and call ourselves a man. 
uh, saints of God and also followers. Amen. 417 of Ephesians. Amen. Get down there. I'm looking at it. Okay. Now this I affirm and testify in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. See that? So he's telling you that to be a difference between when you're following Christ and that Gentile mindset. Amen. So that has you can no longer, amen, live as the Gentiles in the futility of them. See, it's a futile mind. I mean, it's nothing productive being in that Gentile mindset. Nothing that attributes to, to God or anything that aligns up with God's word. Why? Because being a Gentile in mindset, meaning you're following the will of the devil. Amen. Because when you understand the history behind why they was called Gentiles, because Christ, even when <clears throat> back in the Old Testament, the other nations were considered as Gentiles. They were considered without Christ or without the Most High God. When the children of Israel, you know, were dealing with the Most High God in the wilderness and also in the land of Israel, you had the Midianites, you had the, the Zephites, the Hebusites, you had, you know, the Gagites, the Gergesites, you had all these ites that were around Israel. And all those people were either concerned, they were called heathens or they were called Gentiles, amen? Because why? Because God wasn't dealing with those other nations. He only chose Israel, amen? But there was clauses in the law where if those strangers, if they were strangers and they wanted to come join unto Israel, amen, and they wanted to follow the God of our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, amen, the most high God, yeah, amen, if the, if the other nations, if they wanted to come in, you know, hey, you know what, I want to be a follower of the most high, we had to treat them as one of our own people. Amen. So even in that, it was a it was an arrow pointing on how Christ wanted everything to be. Because even in the law, if a stranger or a heathen wanted to join or come and be a part of uh, our nation, Amen. <clears throat> Just like if anybody from the uh, say a person from the outside, a poor person, or a person that might not know Christ, Amen. In mindset, you're a Gentile, Amen, because you're following the ways, heathen ways, and heathen customs of the world or of Satan, Amen. So when you choose to come into God, Amen, Christ. As far as salvation is concerned, your mindset will change, and you no longer is a Gentile. You're in Christ now. Amen. That's why the scripture tell you, amen, that you have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. Romans 12, amen, 1. All right. It's, as a matter of fact, let's get that real quick. We, we have to be transformed, amen. It has to be a difference. That's what Paul is saying. That it has to be a transparent change. He's not saying you can't, you know, you can't walk like Christ and be a Gentile. You can't be both of them. You, you have to strive to be one or the other. God saying in Revelation 12, he said, I'd rather you be hot or cold. You know, I'd rather you be either one of them. You choose whether you're going to be hot or cold. He say he don't want you to look warm. He say I'm going to spew you out of, out of, your, out of my mouth. So we must attain, amen, and understand, and it's a, bad with me one second, got this Bible and the pages on it, it's trying to stuck together on me. Mm, mm, mm. But we got to have a mindset, amen, to want to follow Christ on this morning. Because we know the enemy, he want to take us out, amen, and he want to, he want us following after him, after his ways, after the lust of the flesh. Amen. And the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. That's what the scripture says. Anyway, Romans 12 and 1. Amen. There has to be a transparent, it has to be a change in our life. Amen. And suffering to bring about this. Suffering bring about a change. Amen. Suffering is going to do one or two things. It's going to either draw you or it's going to drive you. 
everybody, we don't like, as people, we don't like to suffer. We don't like to feel pain. We don't like to be hurt. Amen. But Christ is telling us, uh, try being hurt. Amen. Nothing's wrong with being hurt. Amen. Because those things will make you stronger. Amen. So let's read it in Romans 12 and 1. And then we'll go back. Amen. Just showing how we have to show our transparency and being transformed. Amen. Okay. Writing down the rest of the circumstances. We'll put in Romans 12 and 1. Amen. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice. You know? You know, the devil requires a dead sacrifice, but the Most High God, he wants a living sacrifice. So he's telling me, you're going to be breathing when you give this sacrifice. You ain't going to die. It ain't going to kill you. This sacrifice, but it's going, you're going to feel it, though. Amen? Because you understand when a sacrifice, anything that sacrifice is, is pain in order for it to, amen, either, either have to die or either have to be inflicted with pain. Amen? So God is telling us that you're going to feel some pain, but you're going to still live. So the suffering you go through is not to death this morning, amen? As a living sacrifice, holy and accepting, that's what it is. Like the same way they did in the Old Testament, when they sacrificed a lamb or a, a, a bullock, it had to be holy. It couldn't have been, it, the lamb had to be in holy meant separate. It had to be without a blemish. It couldn't have a disease on it. It couldn't have a spot on it, amen? That lamb or that bullock, whatever they were sacrificing, it had to be pure, amen? So when Christ came on the scene, he don't no longer need no bulls and goats now. He don't need none of that. He needs your body. He wants you as a sacrifice. So you the one going to be put on the altar. Amen? You the one going to be laid out and, and, and afflicted. Amen? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it ain't, ain't no smoke going up on no bulls and goats now. Yeah, ain't no yeah. fire being drawn. But the fire is this life that you got to live to walk it out. Yeah, amen? When you when you trying to attain, amen, when you're trying to attain Christ, that's the suffering that, that uh, Paul is speaking about in Romans 12 and 1. He said you're going to be a living sacrifice. You ain't going to die when you feel it. Hallelujah. You're going to have some people talk about you. Hallelujah. Put your name in the dirt. Going to physically try to fight you. Going to fight you. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. All these things going to happen. But you're going, this is, you're going to live after this, amen? Yeah. When, you, when you endure this suffering, you're going to be living. So Hallelujah. you got to choose what you're going to do in the midst of this suffering. Hallelujah. Amen? Let's continue Hallelujah. on. Hallelujah. Do not be conformed to this. Do not be conformed to this world. See that? He's saying, after, first you got to be a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So you got to choose one or two things once you get sacrificed. Either after you, be, when you be sacrificed, either you gonna conform to the world, you are gonna do your fleshly thing. You are gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna give them peace of my mind. They talking about me. You are gonna either conform to the world or you gonna conform to Christ. Okay. Amen. See, when, when we when we suffer, there's only two ways we can only go about it. Either do your will or the will of the Father. Amen. Mm -hmm. So that's how Paul breaks it down. First, you got to be a living sacrifice. Okay, you in that sacrifice, you either gonna conform to God or you can conform to your flesh. Amen. Then let's read on. Let's break it down. Be not transformed by the, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, once you be sacrificed, Amen. Then you, if you don't conform, Amen. Amen to this world, your mind gonna change instantly. Amen. See, once you do it the right way, once you want to be sacrificed and you go through suffering, you deal with these trials of life, amen, your mind going to be renewed. You're going to see you gonna see a world in a whole different way because God going to open things up to you. He's going to open your understanding up to why people do things a certain way and God will call you to pray for that spirit behind that person. See, but when you're in the flesh, you can't see the spirit because yeah. you're not conformed. You're not, you can, you're not conformed to this world, so you're not conformed to the image of Christ this morning. You're not the living sacrifice. 
You done got up off the altar. When, when, when life coming and in death hit, other people dying in your life or people talking about you or, you fight, or people want to fight against you and do all these different things, you don't want to lay there and be that altar. You don't want to lay down and be that living sacrifice. You want to get up and fight your own battle, amen? Hallelujah. And that's why we don't die from sin. See, right there, too. And he, right there, Second Peter, was it Second Peter or First Peter? Yeah, Second Peter. First Peter, First Peter. You had three or four, yeah. You know, it mm -hmm. talks about that Christ had suffered and he had ceased from sin. Mm -hmm. So through his suffering in his flesh, you know, sin, sin he was dying, mm -hmm. you know. And that's what he said. He said, modify. The deed, see, it's not nobody but the old man don't want to be persecuted. Mm -hmm. The old man do not want to shut up. Oh. But what, <clears throat> what the youth pastor is saying, he's saying, just let, you know, let let it have its perfect place. Just let it happen. And just sit there and take it. And when you start taking it, then you're going to see the most High going to fight for you. He's going to be able to entrust you with richness so you don't go out there and buy something so you run up in the church. That might uh, like this other woman. This woman up, pulled up in the church in a big old red 550 Mercedes. Mm. Got in there and preached, laid hands on everybody. Nearly fell out when she got through. Then I heard her telling me, said, uh, uh, I, look what I got. I ain't even got a job. I said, I got one of them at home. Change all one drive a 550 Mercedes. Mm -hmm. I got one at home. Uh, you know, I don't need to flounce around and pop around and pop my Cadillacs and and all this junk, it ain't nothing but stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's what he means when he say you die, you know, to sin because this luxury stuff that you got, it can become a sin to you and to somebody else. Go ahead. Amen. That's right. And that's true. I mean, you become a you'll become a slave to all these different things because these things, or you're not like you're, you're working for these things, but they're not working for you. Amen. But when you get these things, these things should be vehicles, amen, to bring you closer to Christ and bring others to Christ, amen. When God bless you with something, you should be willing to be a blessing to someone else, amen. Amen. And, through, and like through suffering, amen, it's hard, amen, when you're going through to be a blessing to somebody else when you're being afflicted, amen. When you're being talked about, you're being spat on, amen, you're being ostracized, you've been accused, and you might not did nothing wrong. So that's hard for you to give of yourself, and also be a blessing to somebody else. Why? Because you being afflicted, you the one hurting. you like, man, you need to be over here catering to me. Hallelujah. You need to be seeing if I'm all right. You need to be calling my phone. Why? Look, I'm going through, and I'm calling you. See, that that's the mindset of our people. But God wants you. Why you being afflicted? Why you may be on your sick bed, you speak life, and you call your sister. Man, they're going to be like, ain't you on the bed? Ain't you sick? Why you, why you calling me? I'll be like, like my brother. Come on, now. He was talking to my cousin on the telephone. Mm -hmm. Here I am. Can't even get out of the bed. Heard me to even, to even reach down to sit down on the toilet, mm. get up off the toilet, back, yeah. back all out of whack. Mm. My brother told my cousin, oh, Terry Robert, uh, uh, Terry Robert, I say good morning. Or whatever it was, mm. my brother could have called me and came and seen about me. That's right. But you know what, though? It didn't hurt me because that's a part of my circle. You're going to suffer within, mm. and the within means you're going to suffer from your family. That's it. Your family members going to be the first one that you're going to have to go through the trial. They're going to teach you to grow up. Mm. And I'm going to let them get back. Well, look what it says right here. So you mm. think somebody's mm. going to give you some peace? Mm. Christ is our peace. Come on. He say right here in Ephesians 2, Ephesians 2 and 14, mm -hmm. for he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, mm -hmm. having abolished in his flesh the enemy. He took this thing in his own body. Right. Abolished. He didn't have a cross. 
He didn't have a Bible. He didn't have Peter, Paul, and John to go there and defend him. God was his defense. Amen. He broke down the wall. Hallelujah. The Bible said that he went to hell for three days. He didn't just die, but he went on down in the lower parts of hell, and he gave gift unto men. Hallelujah. He said right here, he said, having abolished in his flesh the enemy, that is the law of commandment contained in the audience so that as to create in himself one new man from the two. You see? Mm-hmm. One new man right. from the two. The two was the old man was one with the new man. The old man said, uh-uh, no, 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 no. You said, I answer well. I'm not going to give you my job. He said, oh, yeah, I'm going to take your job. He said, no, you're not. He said, I'll tell you what, if you take my job the rest of your life, so that's why he said back there in a, uh, First Peter First Peter 4, uh-huh. mm-hmm. he said that you should not live the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Haven't you spun enough time? And he asked, he said, have you not spun enough time living as a Gentile, looking for a man in the club, mm-hmm. looking for a wife. I'm going to church, man. I heard they got some sisters over there. Mm-hmm. I heard they got some brothers. Have you not spent enough of your lifetime in banqueting and riding and looking for a party? Mm-hmm. And then they think you strange because not an old man. This is what this is saying. Mm-hmm. The old man is dead, but the old man is still worn right here. He said, that the law of the commandment contained in the audience so as to create in himself one new man. See, it's a new man now. From the two, Mm -hmm. thus making peace, and that he might recounsel them both to God Mm -hmm. in one body through the cross. Therefore, putting to death the enemy, Mm -hmm. he killed that flesh. Come on, church. Kill that devil this morning. Hallelujah. Let them talk about you. Go find somebody that's going to humiliate you mm-hmm. and crucify you and walk away and say, Lord, you better look at Paul. Paul was dead for a whole day, laying in the streets. Oh, but when the saints of God prayed, the Bible said it on the next day, Paul got up and went and preached. I know what I'm talking about. And he came. This is Jesus here. Jesus right here in, in, in the 17th verse of Ephesians 2, mm-hmm. 17. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off, uh-huh, and to, That's right. to those who were near. For through him we both have access mm-hmm. by one spirit and to the Father. So he says, now therefore you are no more stranger. You are no longer no stranger. You are no foreigner, but fellow citizen with the saints a member of the household of God has been built up on the foundation mm-hmm. of the apostle. That's what the big problem is right there. <laughs> you don't want the apostle. Ephesians 4 said he gave some mm-hmm. apostles. Right. It's time for the apostle to rise up, get out of trying to build a foundation on, 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 on luxury. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, and whom the whole building being fitted together grows mm. into a holy temple in the Lord, and whom you also are being built together mm. for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. How are you going to get this Spirit in you? 
Amen. If you don't die, right. oh, come on and die. Modify the deeds of flesh. You know, Paul said, I buffeted myself. He didn't say, I'm going to the buffet. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, I go to the buffet daily. He said, daily I buff myself. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let, let, let the youth crowd say, Amen. Come on back. Because uh, uh, I know I, I got him off track. Cause it's amen. Like, no, that's it's good. so much word. That's good. You know, it's just so much you word. You know, I'll be shooting from one angle. He's shooting from the other angle. He's shooting from the hip to lip. And I'm shooting from the dip to dip. And it, you know this, this 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 word is just all over us around here. Amen. Hallelujah! I wish that you all could come, Amen, and sit and sit and see, taste and see that the Most High is good. Hallelujah! Amen. We are prisoners. Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. Amen. We're prisoners. We need to walk worthy of the calling which you are. He called us. We need to get lower, lower your standard this morning. He said that it may feed it for. Amen. With all loneliness and gentleness. With long sides again. Mm. And then the man of God told you, he said, you're going to suffer for a while. And after you have suffered, you, the God of peace. But I'm going to let him have it, amen, because, boy, I'll be, oh, hallelujah. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, thank you, Lord. So he tells us, amen, that we need to lower our standards this morning. Mm-hmm. Lowing, long-suffering, mm-hmm. burn with one another in love. Amen. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bonds of peace. Mm-hmm. No matter what they do to you, stay in peace. Amen. There's one body and one spirit. There ain't no dog on me. No, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's one body. Everybody doing it. Don't you do what everybody do. There's one body. You mean to tell me you won't let that body hook up with your one body? Then you're going to be two bodies. For you long, for you know, we're going to have an orgy. And it's going to be all of us. We're going to be in a mess. It's time to come out of our hot mess. It's time to be blessed, glory to God. It's time that we lower our standards and realize, hallelujah, he called us to something that's totally different than what you've been learning in church. He called us this morning, and he told us, amen, you need to suffer, or they're going to leave the line. Hallelujah. Nobody wants to suffer, glory to God. Every time I start talking about something, I'm telling you what I get. If I got to suffer, I tell the most high. I said, you know what? I said, why every time I look around, I'm being despised, I'm being ostracized, I'm being put down, I'm being ridiculed, I'm being run off the road, I got a slab on my brain. Now, now I'm minding my business. Why are you shooting a finger at me and we ain't even close to coming together in an accident? No Why are you cutting me off and then slam on your brakes? I'm like, Lord, what is on me? I get out and look at my vehicle to see what the vehicle looks like. And they say, Lord, it ain't nothing but this white Cadillac. If it ain't the white Cadillac, it's the black bean. This is just stuff that we got. This ain't nothing that possesses me. I don't care nothing about none of the stuff. To show you I don't care about it, I leave it unlocked. I leave the windows down. Sometimes the trunk's still open all night. I could care less about that stuff out there. Amen. I leave stuff laying on the ground and come back. It's still laying there. Saw worth $300, $1,200. Stayed out all night because I forgot it. Hallelujah. I didn't jump up in the morning when I remember to run out there in my underwear trying to get it back in. No. I took my time, put my shoes on. I said, if he can't keep it, I don't need it. We need to give it up this morning. Amen. I'm going to tell you again what he said. Mm-hmm. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord. Where you, at? you get one of them suffering scriptures again. Amen. Amen. You find some more suffering. So where you, where you suffering. Is that with that? I'm in first I'm, I'm in Ephesians four. Okay. I'm gonna get to, yeah, get to I'm Ephesians four. I got you. 
He says, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord. Mm -hmm. See, you don't want to be incarcerated, mm -hmm. amen, but you'll get in trouble to go down there and let the city of Houston incarcerate you. Hallelujah. You ain't trying to, but that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But if you're already in prison, come on. He's not going to let nobody else put you in prison. Mm -hmm. I mean, what jail cell, you know, let you out so you can go and get in another prison? Come on. Police car, amen, let you out, and then another police car, sir, pick you up and say, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's not what's happening this morning. He said, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech mm -hmm. you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called. What are you called this morning? Are you holding your office? Hallelujah. Are you all in somebody else's business? You need to get back over there in your office of suffering. All of us got our first office, which is the office of suffering. Come on, man. We ain't never going to get healed. What he said in Ephesians, what are the first Peter 4? What it was it? First Peter 4? Yeah, what what, what my notes at? Now y'all get your pen out this morning. Get your pen out for my verse. First, first Peter 4 1. What did it say? It says, Therefore, Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same thought. For whosoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. But we don't want to suffer. Mm. He ceased from sin. That's right. That means that even though he was yet still suffering, he the sin to... was dying. That's he right. wouldn't, what he said when they was banqueting and riding, what they want to, that you should Three. run with them. Three, they were talking about the Gentiles and them, yeah. what they did. Yeah, yeah read on, man. Amen. Let, amen, verse three, we're skipping two, amen, let the time that is past suffice for doing what the Gentiles like to do, living in, Amen. Lewdness, the passions, drunkenness, or reveling, amen, carousing, and lawless idolatry. They are surprised that you do not now join them in the same wild proliferacy and they and they abuse you. Amen. Because you ain't doing that. And then they say, Have you not spun enough for your life? See, it said that Jesus himself, mm -hmm. amen, mm -hmm. he should not no longer live in the flesh. Mm -hmm. You understand me? that he may cease from sin, that he may bring us to God. It's all about suffering. First Peter 5, First Peter 5, 10 says, but after you suffer a while. Come on now, people. First Peter 5, 10. Right. After you have, so I don't mean be suffering out there in the streets going through with them people out there. I'm talking about you're going to suffer because you're trying to bring someone to God. Yeah, There's right. another scripture. He said, uh, 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 yeah, all that will live godly, will suffer, 2 Timothy 3.12. All that would live godly. Anybody want to live godly this morning? Well, put your suffering garment on this morning. You ain't going to live godly without Child, I don't pay no attention. I see how y'all do. Amen. I get it all the time. I'm not God. I'm not Jesus. He need to work on me. No, he ain't working on you. I'm working on you this morning. What he said, he gave some apostles. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And then he got over there and he talked about it. Amen. Having built, he said right here in Ephesians 2 and 19, now therefore you are no longer strangers. After this message this morning, hallelujah, yeah. and I just got to quit and open the line up. He said, now therefore you are no longer strangers. You ain't no more, you ain't no more foreigners, mm -hmm. but fellow citizens with the saints uh -huh. and the member of the household of God. The member of the household of God and the saints, having been built on the foundation of the apostle and prophet, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone and whom the whole building is fitly grown together. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. See now? 
See there, this is a message, amen, that the Holy Spirit has instructed the apostle to give to the church so you can stick your, you can put your chest out now. After this message today, amen, glory to God. When you lower your standard down, hallelujah, when you begin to suffer and be glad about it and say, man, I'm so grateful that I, you know, I mean, it happened every day. Slow down and let them cut you out. Let them cut you out. Let them talk about you. Let them take from you. Because if they take it behind your back, they stole it. If they take it in your face, you tell them, hold up. It ain't going to happen. God don't want you to be no fool now. Just let everybody just walk on you. He's talking about the people that is coming. The believers that believe on the Lord. They got Gentile mentality. They go out there and twerk all night long. Amen. And I hear the heels on You showed me the video. Mm -hmm. They're twerking in church. Mm -hmm. The preacher himself twerking. Hallelujah. Let's stop the twerking. Let's mm -hmm. cut it out. My love. Bring them bring, bring some word, man. Ah, man, that's, that's good. Bring uh, some word. We need uh, some word. Lord. Hallelujah. Good, and I'm going to open the lines up. Amen. And we're going to discuss this thing. Amen. About this suffering. So we can make sure that we understand. That God is not trying to cause us to suffer. You ought to suffer. Amen. He had already suffered in the flesh. He said his only son. Amen. Nobody would die for us, but he himself died. Amen. Come on, man, to God. Amen. We're going to go to right across the way, Ephesians 3. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> we're just reading that Ephesians 4. We're just going to go back to Ephesians 3. Amen. And it start off the same way. For this reason, I call a prisoner. See that? He said he a prisoner for Christ, though. See, you're a prisoner for Christ. Some of us bound by other stuff. We prisoners to lust. We prisoners to, you know, all kind of lasciviousness, all kind of drunkenness. See, we, we prisoners to a lot of other stuff. Hallelujah. But he a prisoner of Christ. Hallelujah. So you, that means you bound to his word. You bound to whatever Christ say. That means that's your final authority. Hallelujah. Amen. When a lot of these other, when these, a lot of these lusts and these things start calling us, we become prisoners to them. Because when they come up in your mind, that's what you do. Mm. You follow that thing. It got a hold on you. So what? You're a prisoner to blank. You fill in the blank. Whatever you're a prisoner to, that's you. Paul, a prisoner of Christ. So what are you a prisoner of? Amen. Mm. Let's hope we all become prisoners of Christ. Amen. When we hit the word prisoner, we think of bondage. We think of chains. We think of we, we can't go. We can't go. Where we want to go. See that if we bound to Christ, we bound to this word, so we can't do what we want to do. We can't say what we want to say. We can't go where we want to go. See that that's what that's the concept of being a prisoner of Christ, amen. I'm bound, I'm shackled, I'm, I'm this word is, is basically like a Bible with a chain around it tied to my leg. Hallelujah. I'm on the chain gang, amen. Yeah, I'm out here being pulled, amen, pushed by the word. Mm. And that, that's what got me, amen. And hopefully, some more people on the chain gang with me, apostle, amen. Hallelujah. A couple more, I want hours to get on this chain gang, amen. I want to be a prisoner of Christ this morning, amen. Yes, I want under this shackle down in this world, <laughs> amen. Let him put these chains. Let him put it. That's it. We want the, we want righteous chains. We want chains of the world now. We Hallelujah. we got to make a difference now. We don't want to be out here getting drunk, amen. Out here sleeping around, being adulterous, amen. Worshiping all kind of things, amen. Doing things in the dark that can't come out in the light. Mm. We we, we got to be prisoners of Christ this morning. We we can't be prisoners of sin, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. For I, Paul, am a prisoner of Christ on behalf of you Gentiles, mm. amen. So I'm Let's coming to you. I'm, I'm I'm with y'all. I'm in this. Christ made me a prisoner. Of, oh, I'm a prisoner of Christ to come to y'all. Hallelujah. Amen. To the Gentiles, Hallelujah. the people who didn't know nothing about Christ, the people Hallelujah. who ain't never even heard of him. But who? Jesus, what? What's his name? Yeah, he alienated from yeah. the commonwealth. He said he alienated from the commonwealth. See, there was the Israelites who the one God gave the law to, who gave the commandments to. 
See, the people he brought through the wilderness, you know, then the people that God didn't reject, but also God said he had some more, some more sheep that's not of his fold. That was the Gentiles he sent Paul to. Then the sheep he probably went to go get. The people who ain't never even heard that name before. Hallelujah. The people who've who been walking in sin, people who've been falling down in the miry clay, Hallelujah. people who've been, you know, in the club and shacking, been doing all these things that, that might not ever heard Christ. Hallelujah. I've been in the, I mean, I, I didn't heard, I've been in the world, amen, and, and then did some things, amen. I've been out there, amen, sleeping around. I, I didn't hit the club up. I used to be all through the week. They had Tuesday, they had something going on, Thursday, Wednesday, they had something going on in the club. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get up in there. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So I, I know how the world and how the devil in the world operate, amen? Hallelujah. So, amen, Paul said he was a prisoner of Christ, amen, and he was sent to the Gentiles, amen? And I was a Gentile in that mindset, amen? When I did the things of the world, I was a Gentile, amen? I was alienated, amen? I wasn't trying to, I was like, man, keep God away from me. I ain't trying to listen. My, my daddy a preacher, right? Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't even trying, yeah. You know, he, and that's Hallelujah. what like, people like you to shut people up. Oh, my daddy, okay, what you preaching? Are you are you in the word? Are you listening? Are you following the word? See, we like to use all kind of excuses. Yeah. Oh, uh, my daddy, he, 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 what about you, though? No lie. Your dad might go to heaven. Yeah. Search out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. So you got to be, you got to be shaking and fearful of this thing. Like, Lord, I got to make it in. I can't, I don't want to die in my sins. Hallelujah. He say with fear and trembling. Hallelujah. We got to be serious about this thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace. So you bringing God's grace to the Gentiles. Mm. Amen. Because he's like, I ain't coming to condemn you. I know you sleeping around. You probably got your... Uh, uh, two, three side pieces, amen. Well, you know, the word is more. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> I ain't coming to alarm you, but I come with this word. Well, I, I say I'm a prisoner. I know who put me in bondage. in this word, I'll be, I'll be locked up in this word. That's it. You know, then they stone them and kill them. That's right. That's right. Left them dead for for a whole day. That was laying there dead. That's right. He looked on him as a dead man. That's it. But he was dying because of sin. That's right. They thought they killed the flesh. Amen. <laughs> they really was blessing him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Same thing with Stephen. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah, need to be considered. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to this song and then we're going to come back and open the lines up. Amen. Let's see <laughs> if we can find a, a little worldly song that I love. Amen. I love this little song right here. Amen. Let's see. Is she going to play for me? Hold on, girl. Living life on a merry-go-round, you can't find a fighter. Mm-hmm. I like that song right there. You say she'll do it a thousand times again. Me too. Me too. Amen. I preach this here a zillion times. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He's Amen. looking Amen. for somebody this morning that want to rise up. She says she's going to rise. Amen. In spite of all these opposition and all these demons trying to come against her, mm-hmm. she's still going to ride. You can find her. But I see it in you, so we're going to walk it out. We're going to walk it out. Yeah. 
silence is a quiet, and it feels like it's beginning hard to breathe, and I know you feel like dying, but I promise we'll take the world to a dream, woo bring it to a dream,
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're blessed and we're grateful for you being on the line this morning, Prophet Dixon. Amen. Not everybody stay. I see, you know, I have a whole dashboard here, and I can see everybody, and I see them when they leave, and I see them when they come. Boy, I sure been a lot of them left when we start talking about surfing. They said, I, uh, I didn't suffer enough. And then I, I told God one day, I said, I suffered enough. I said, I ain't going through all this suffering. And he didn't even say a word. He just showed it to me in the book. He showed it to me in the book, and he said, oh, yeah, you need to arm yourself. But he want to raise us up, amen. You know, he want to raise us up. After we've suffered a while, he going to raise us up, you know? Yes, he is. And he has a word. You know, it, everything is written in the Bible that he said that he's going to do for us. The problem is, is that we just really don't understand what we read. That's why the, that's why the unit, the unit was standing there. Philip was, the unit was standing there. And the Most High told Philip to go to the unit. And he asked the unit, do you understand what you read? He said, how can I? Except some man show me. Amen. And we're trying to break this word down and make it plain. Just make it just plain, man. We'll just hit upside our head and we just go ahead on and say, wow. That's why everybody keep picking on me. Because I've been picked out to be picked on. Mm -hmm. He have chosen you. Mm -hmm. He said that if you would uh, uh if you would uh, uh, arm yourself, don't you know arm yourself is just like a man being in the army, it's just mm -hmm. like being a police officer, it's just like a man uh, uh packing a gun. Hallelujah. So you need to load yourself up this morning with humility, righteousness, and let the most high amen be your weapons today. And mm -hmm. I promise you. You're going to make it because we live it every day, every day. Somebody always do. One man, he, 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 I was in, I was at the cash register. The man walked up, stepped in front of me, and said I was before him. So I backed up. So I told the lady, the cashier, go on and ring him out. The woman, the woman stopped and paused. She said, I've already rung you up. So I didn't have to defend, for my, I didn't have to defend myself. I just got out of his way. And the woman said, I've already won you up. So therefore, that means I had to be before him, mm -hmm. you see. So the Most High, he's going to bring you out. But you just have to be still and know that I am God. Hallelujah. Amen. How about some of our other listeners this morning? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. What did you get out of the lesson on suffering this morning? Hey. My name is Dolores, Minister Dolores Ross, and I, I was reading early this morning. In Psalms one eighteen, where it says, "God is our refuge in the time of trouble and all that we go through," and so you know, you 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 you, you got to suffer some things as Christ did, uh, in order to make it to the kingdom. So you know, we we are not exempted from uh, suffering and and any of that because if we are, and I heard you say, if we are. In Christ Jesus, then we got to go through some things just as he did. So don't be upset. Don't get angry, but just stand firm on the word of God this morning. And and I was I was helped because it helped me because sometimes we don't understand why we're suffering. But, mm -hmm. but, 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 but God said, I suffered. Oh, even on the cross, just for you. Just mm -hmm. for you. And and so I was blessed by the word this morning. I want to I want to do this right. I've learned how to live holy. Right. I've learned 
the wonderful singer that just got through singing. You there? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I, uh, Mary, uh, Sister uh, Mary Ingram is a friend of mine, and, and we, you know, we just pray together, and we do a lot of things together, and, you know, we visit the nursing homes, and, and just, you know, just out in the ministry, doing street ministry, and so we just, you know, she gave gave it to me, and uh, so, you know, I... I got up early this morning, and, and uh, so I said I'm going to call. Wow. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing about Sister Mary. Sister Mary, she got it because, you know, on this line, you know, when we do minister the word of God, we want to get you all involved, you know, because you all are evangelists. You all are prophetess. It don't do us no good to see. To see the church, when I preach, the way I preach, I preach to the people, and while I'm preaching to the people, I make the people talk back to me. There ain't many preachers Amen. in the church that will sit there and say, come on now, Sister Ingrid. Now, come on now. You, you, What kind of words you got in you this morning? You know, I may give Amen. her the microphone. Give it to you. Amen. You Amen. Why are you going to sit there? I mean, you, you, you don't learn enough about how to suffer. So tell us. You know, somebody else in the church might want to, you know, they asked me to uh, lead Sunday school yesterday morning. I gave it to my son. I asked him, would it be all right if I pass it to him? Why? Because he's here. He got some word in him. Let him give some word. And so we all are members of his body this morning. And we do Amen. street ministry. We do it all. We brought it home uh, uh, last night. We brought it home. We're going to go out there and clean it out. We're going to prepare it. <laughs> And getting ready because next week, if the Lord let us live, you're going to find us everywhere. Amen. We're going to be on the street corners. We're going to be preaching the gospel. Amen. Souls going to be won. We're going to make us a baptism pool, or they can meet us down by the closest water. And we're going to put them down in the water in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I've been traveling. God has been sending me in different places. And you know, just just people are searching for the, the yeah. real, the, the something real, and not none of this fake stuff. You know, it, you you can't feel any any anything from the Holy Spirit if it's not anointed. So you know, the God is calling the, the the people who can still lay hands, and you shall recover the righteous people who you have. But uh, you, you know, we just have to see the hands of the time. And and uh, you have a great ministry, and uh, th that's what God wants us to do. He don't want us to stay in the four walls. Now, we got to go out like he said, go out. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Like I tell, like tell Evangelist Mary, I said the biggest problem is, the biggest problem is that, that there's no apostle. Now, if he tells us all through Ephesians, all through the word of God, you know, he gave some apostles, <laughs> some prophets, some pastors, some evangelists, and some teachers for the perfecting of the saints. How are you going to get the saints perfected, amen, hallelujah, if you just a one-fold, you're not even a ministry. It takes mm -hmm. all of us. If you go into the nursing home, I used to go to the nursing home. I used to, mm -hmm. I used to sit out here, go to the nursing home, go preach in the street, uh, do everything, and all of a sudden I just got burned out. I didn't get burned out on God. I just got burned out because I had no help. I was tired. Mm -hmm. The nursing home still calling me and asking me to come back out to the nursing home. Well, somebody else going to have to make the trip. So 
Promotion on the Rosenberg. Amen. I'm still on the board. All we got to do is go through there. It can be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever day of the week. It could be 10 in the morning. It could be 6 in the evening. Whatever time it is, if anyone wants to be a part of that ministry, it's already been set. Anyone want to go out, amen, on this and that, amen, it's already set up. We got the PA system and everything we need to hit them streets. We just need some help. You know, my voice is almost gone today. But when I give it up, I give it all. You know, I give all I got. They look at me like I'm crazy, but it's okay to be crazy for the sake of the gospel. That's right. Amen. Amen. I'm glad to know that Mary is evangelizing. Thank God for Prophetess Dixon. That is a friend of Mary Ingram. Amen. You also is a friend of Mary Ingram. Y'all are the body of Christ. He's not going to die no more. He died once and for all. And now it's laid upon us to go and do a work. Amen. Hallelujah. Is there anyone else out there in Radio Land this morning want to add to this word or, or, or want to preach to us or something? I don't care what you do, as long as it's in him. Hallelujah. Because A.D. sitting there with a bunch of words. He got his thing in the Bible. He'll preach to the Marvel Cup. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyone else want to come forth this morning? Amen. We're glad you're here. Oh, we forgot Evangelist Neely. She didn't get in the house. I don't see 936. Amen. We're so blessed this morning. We we, we, we have another song, and I'm going to give it back to my son. Amen. And thereafter, amen, you won't hear me anymore today, but I want you to know, amen, uh, if you want to drop, amen, a letter, amen, you want to drop a letter, a response, or prayer cloth or something, amen, you can reach us at P.O. Box 406, Aleph, Texas, A-L-I-E-F, Aleph, Texas, 77411. And if the Lord laid on your heart, amen, to support this ministry in any way, form or fashion, it's all for the body of Christ. I don't need the money so I can go and buy some tires for my car. I don't need the money so I can go out there and purchase another car. I don't need your money to do nothing in a selfish realm. Hey, man, I got somebody coming over today asking, did I have some food, and could I give them $5 for some gas? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give them $50 and let them go buy their own food. Hallelujah. And you know something? Amen. I found $50 in the streets last night. Amen. I found it laying in the street. Amen. My son and I, we both saw it at the same time. He said, whoa. I said, what is that black thing? Mm-hmm. The black thing was some money. It was $80. $80. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I get 20 to him. And I'm going to take the other 50. And as soon as he called, I'm not going to call him up. As soon as the fella called, I'm going to tell him, no, man, come on and get you something to eat. And I'm going to give him the $50. I'm not going to give it to him for free, neither. Now, if he, if he was in a state where he couldn't pay it back, you know, it would be a gift. But it's not a gift. It's going to be you. So when he get his check, he's going to give it back so I can turn around and put it back to whoever needs it. We don't want to just be preaching on this line. We need some money. So when you call in and say, hey, listen, That's right. you know, today, That's you right. know, I'll be all right come Friday, mm-hmm. but today I just need to make it to Friday. Oh, I'll be all right till I get my check. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the way the church is supposed to be run. All that old stuff talking about, let me check and check your tithes. 
churches want to check to see if you're a faithful tithe player. I'm not into all of that. Amen. I do Amen. But I'm not going to beat you across your head. I'm not going to hit you up with that one scripture, mm-hmm. Malachi. I'm going to hit you up with Deuteronomy. I'm going to hit you up with Deuteronomy 14 chapter. Mm-hmm. And it talks about three different types of tithes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit you up with Malachi. So you'll know where the word of God is at. So you go and read it for your own self. Amen. Amen. All I'm telling us is that we need to build on the body. Mm-hmm. Amen. Sometime, amen, I have sisters come to me, and they don't have, so I just give it to them. Amen. But it ain't my money I'm giving it to. I'm giving your money, my money, they money, everybody money goes for the sake of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And once we can build a church like that and see people looking at trying to build a building, I'm looking for a building. I'm not looking for a building. I'm right here already on the building with the body of Christ. Amen. That's what I believe. Amen. You can ask Prophetess Dixon and anybody else that know me. I don't care nothing about money. We had a fellow the other day standing on the highway begging for money. I know him from the north side. I said, hey, country. He looked in the car and seen who I was. And see, he looked crazy and he acted crazy. But he had just enough to know. He said, man, when have you been in the north side? I said, I just left that other day, man. He said, say, man, uh, uh, how your kids doing? I said, one of them is driving. Mm-hmm. He said, man, you give me a ride? I said, man, come on and get on in. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I said, man, them folks are you got in this car. You might not get no more money. He said, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably ain't going to give me no more offers. Yeah, then I said, I'm going to make it even worse than that. I'm going to get out and open the door for you. I got out and opened the door. Folks looking around. He walked off shaking his head, saying, thank God. Hallelujah. But the average person mm-hmm. is not going to put nobody dirty and stinky and nasty in their Mercedes. But you know what? That's just a drawing card. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it ain't nothing that I want. It's what my wife wanted. So I learned how to take care of my sisters. And my wife, she listens. She knows. I take good care of my sisters, and she knows that I do. So I don't want my sisters struggling, amen, over nothing. We are the kings. If we're going to be kings, then act like a king. Don't be acting like no uh, uh, no, no thoughts. They think women's are thoughts. Men are nothing but thoughts. They just hold. <laughs> hey, and the Bible talks about whores. That's right. He say anybody that disobey the word of God, you just horn on God. That's it. Amen. So, amen, again, I won't let the people know, amen, if you're in Belgium, amen, if you're in Canada, Anywhere you at, amen, we got call numbers for you to call in. Amen. You can call in to talk to. You can look on that line, the page, and tell you where you can call in. You can call in from Spain. You can call in from Italy. We are all over the world. If you have a prayer request, please send your request to P.O. Box 406, Elise, A-L-I-E-F, Texas, 77411. I'm giving it back to the youth pastor. Anyone else have any words to say before I give it to the youth pastor? Are he going to preach? Amen. 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 Um, I just want to say a few things, and then I'm going I'm to get ready to close it out. And if anybody won't have anything after that, then, you know, we'll go ahead and end it. I just want to uh, just expound on what uh, my father, the apostle, spoke about. Amen. Uh, definitely not a man that care about money, man. I I grew up my life. I mean, I'm not speaking because that's just my father. Like, 
I've seen it. People lived with us, you know, homeless people. Off the street, a man named Joey, a man who was in a, a white guy who was in a wheelchair. PC dog. Yeah, he brought him. He stayed with us. Had a, another white lady. She stayed with us. You know, everybody. It, I mean, people. My daddy. We will be in the home. We'll be in there watching TV, and my daddy just walking in, bringing somebody like. I mean, you know, we, 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 so he's like, okay, all right. I mean, we just got used to it because that's the kind of heart my dad had. And my mom at the time was like, what, what's going on? You know, and that's just how my dad was, man. He just genuinely cared about people, man, and he would give people his last. And that's why, like I said, I've never seen it before, but it's only man I know where he just, you walk in and you see money laying on the ground. Like, I, I mean, I didn't been with him, seen him. Uh, like I said, I get the story all the time. We was going to go get water in that five-gallon bucket, and we put it inside the little thing where it dispenses the water inside of the bucket. I mean, inside the container, the five-gallon container. And I look, or whatever, and it's he's like it's two hundred dollars sitting right behind the vehicle. Two hundred Chris, uh, you know, two one hundred uh Chris dollar bills laying behind the vehicle that we driving. You know, like it's just been sitting there the whole time, and wind is blowing like it. It's a windy day, but the money is sitting right there on the ground, didn't move, you know what I'm saying, and it's been other times, man, he didn't find money, then a bag full of money, had, but it was covered in makeup, Had it was grimy, it was everything, I took I took some money and, and clean, started cleaning it off and using it, because he threw it in the, in the uh, he, it was just so filthy, till he just threw it in the uh, glove compartment, I was like, man, give me that money, man, I'm going to find a way to clean this, and, and take it to the store and buy me some candy, you know, and some chips or something. You know, it, but it's, it's been instances where he just gives so much of himself to God always blesses him. And we was just talking about this like two days ago. My dad was like, man, I ain't found no money in a while, man. It's been about seven, eight months. We was just talking about this like like 48 hours ago. And, man, do you not know it yesterday, $80. Just, we, we running. We going in a mobile home at that. We ride down the road, and we see down a back, a dark back road at that. It wasn't like we was just driving down the regular street. It was a dark road. And, man, I see this big old object in the room. I'm like, whoa, I don't know what that is. So that's instances. When you give of yourself, when you always giving and you always sacrificing, God going to bless you. You don't have to worry about nobody blessing you or giving anything to you. When you have a heart and that's suffering within itself, when you give and sometimes he don't have it. I know him. He might not tell me he don't have it, you know, but he speak, he speak faith so much. I mean, I mean, God, it's like almost a – I ain't going to even lie to you. Sometimes he used to be annoying because I'm like, do you not see – this this problem that you having or what may be going on? He talking like he rich or something. Like man, I, I'm gonna get a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars in the mail. That check coming in, you know. I'm like, where is that? Where is that? What? Where? What? I'm like man, you just gave this man two hundred dollars. I mean, you gotta pay this bill or you got that. But that's the kind of heart he always had. And so I mean, it don't surprise me that he finds money. People are always a blessing to him. He, things just come to him. Like he got. Six vehicles sitting outside right now. <laughs> and they just came. Six they, vehicles. They came, that Cadillac. I ain't went out there and paid all that money for no Cadillac. Exactly. So I just swapped it. I just swapped my Mini Cooper for it. And the Mini Cooper, it had 65,000 miles. A lady needed the van. I and my son went and got the van way out of Columbus, Texas, off the side of the road, paid two or $300 for the van, put a rent in the van. Exactly. The lady was sleeping in the Mini Cooper. The lady was crying, saying, I need that van. The van was my van for fishing. She come took the van, gave me uh, a Mini Cooper with 65,000 mile convertible. Beautiful thing. Yeah, it was nice. My like daughter it. said she didn't want the Mini Cooper, so I swapped the Mini Cooper for a Cadillac Escalade. Mm -hmm. So I just looked like I'm wealthy. 
which I am, because you know the Bible said that uh, uh, when we when we are poor, no, He said richness is with the poor, because the poor have faith. That's right. So if you ain't got faith. nothing else to hold on to but faith, Hallelujah. So I'm I'm grateful this morning for for all that He's doing. And sister, you you know what I'm talking about. You know He take good care of you. You be dying to go out there and give somebody the word. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. And I thank God for him. Amen. It's just been an example in my life. Amen. Teaching me and showing me what faith looks like. Amen. Because sometimes faith is a hard thing to do. Amen. It's, faith means it has you have to endure. Amen. It means you gotta you gotta deal with things, and even when it don't look like you know things are ever gonna change. Amen. Because sometimes faith means uh facing you might have to face reality. It might be like man, it might be like man, you might have to deal with this situation the rest of your life. But what faith to tell you, nah, I believe God is going to change. I believe that this sickness is going to change. I believe my, my, my finances are going to change. I believe my, my marriage is not going to be the same. Amen. Things that you in our life that might seem permanent. Amen. So I thank God for him just showing me how to be strong, amen, in this walk, amen, and, and believing in God, amen, and, and, and things in my life are beginning to change, amen. Things that are beginning to go awry, amen, and, and I would say because of the things that I've done, amen, the actions that I've taken, amen, and the things that I've done, I, I've caused, uh, you know, things to arise in my life, amen, but, but I'm willing to deal with them, but also I'm learning as well. I'm learning patience. I'm learning how not to be angry. I'm learning how to be, you know, kind, amen, use my words better, amen, think before I speak, amen. So things are happening in our life, and we'll cause them to happen, amen, but just because we cause them to happen don't mean we can't learn from them, amen, don't mean we can't learn how to become better uh, believers, amen, in Christ, that, and that's the reason why. Because we made a mistake because we wasn't better in that situation. Now, we can do, like I said, one or two things. We can learn from it or we can repeat the same thing. Or we'll keep going through the same, same, same situation. Like the children of Israel, an eight-mile eight journey took them 40 years. You know? So why why not get it right the first time or the second time? But some of us, you know, we're a little hard-headed and we like to do things on our own time. So... We just make it hard on ourselves, amen, until we get that soft behind, and then we'll, we'll start listening, Hallelujah. amen. So I just thank God for the word this morning, amen. And, uh, yeah, I didn't want to, you know, be long with I just wanted to just recap, amen, and kind of acknowledge, amen, my father, and thank him, amen, for the for the job he's doing, amen. And, amen, even with my father, I've seen growth, amen, because, you know, he was, he was a, uh, he preached the word, but he was hard, amen. He was very, he, he ain't take nothing, it was no nonsense, amen. And he was very, like, he was like militant almost, amen, especially with us, amen, because he required, amen, us to do things a certain way. So, amen, and even with that, I mean, he, he's beginning to lighten up and he's gotten wisdom with everything that he does, amen. So I just thank God even for that in his, in his life. So uh, open it back up. Anybody want to share anything before we close out, amen, and we'll get started with our day, amen, and let you get started with yours, amen, if you don't have anything or if you do, come forth, amen. Amen. Well, we're going to go ahead and um, get ready and play a little song, play some music, and then we'll go ahead and uh, end it for the day. Amen. We appreciate everyone that got on, everyone that listened. Amen. Uh, that was fed and encouraged by the word. Amen. We thank you. And uh, we praise God, and we'll see you on tomorrow. Amen. And we'll be back with another word. Amen. Amen. Probably be on some more suffering. Thank you.
Thank <laughs> you. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 